Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is the farm comedy podcast that is an adult happy hour for the farming community. We drink adult beverages, talk about the ups and downs of farming things, and give zero clucks about not having the perfect farm life. We keep it real with you and share the mistakes we've made and what we've learned so you can feel less alone in this farm thing. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. Oh, hey there, Sam. Oh, hey there, Bev. What you drinking this mini-sode day? <laughs> mini-sode day. I love that. <laughs> Every day should be mini-sode day. Yes. <laughs> I'm drinking a lovely cup of tea. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. I like to brew myself tea, um, especially when it's cold outside. I just, I feel like it does it for me. <laughs> yes. Me too. So what are you drinking over there? So I am super boring today and I'm just drinking some water because I've been drinking more water lately. And yeah, that's been one of my areas of focus as I've been working um, through the Noom program. I don't know if you guys have seen those commercials. I think I've talked about it before, but I am drinking 13 eight ounce glasses of water a day and I oh my have, gosh yeah I have a 40 ounce water bottle that I bought myself when I as a reward for losing all my pandemic weight oh nice congratulations yeah, thank you uh so it's supposed to be like an ounce of water for every pound or an ounce of water well half your body weight and then an ounce for there so you guys could probably figure out what my starting weight was I haven't really adjusted it since I've lost weight because I still will drink it and it doesn't really hurt anything. And I was not drinking enough water and got kidney stones a couple of months ago. So that was just a good reminder like, hey, your body is made up of water. You should drink a lot of water and then you're probably not going to get kidney stones. So there you go. I'm so bad at staying hydrated. It's hard. That's actually one of the reasons why I do, because I, I drink tea on the podcast kind of a lot. So one of the reasons why I drink tea is sometimes like, I have a really hard time just, like, making myself drink plain water. I don't know why. It doesn't, like, taste bad to me or anything. I like it. I just never reach for it. So I kind of, like, trick myself by, like, making tea. I don't add, like, sugar or honey or anything to my tea. It's just the tea bag. Um, but, yeah, that, that's that been helpful to me. But <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm, I was the same um... – Now I just, the key to my success here and hitting my water goal is that my uh, big ass water bottle has a straw thing. So I drink way more if I'm drinking out of a straw and not like having to unscrew the top and try not to pour it down myself. Um, So that's the key to my success. I don't know if that'll help anybody else. (laughs) It makes total sense though. You're like removing all the barriers. You know, because yeah. like, everybody has a mental hurdle that they have to get over whenever they're working on something. And everybody's mental hurdle is going to be just like a little different. And for some people, like the act of having to pick up and unscrew the cap. Yeah, that's enough to be like, no, that's too hard. Not yeah. that it's hard, but it's just like it's just another thing that has to be done. And you're like, eh, I don't really feel like messing around with that right now. So, right. You know. Plus, what if I leave the cap off and then I knock this big old thing over all over yeah. my laptop? And then, you know, like that's the way my brain does it like spirals down all the what ifs and then I'm like forget it I'll just dehydrate <laughs> I'll just be dehydrated ah. 
Uh, what's funny, though, is like as I was doing notes for stuff today for the podcast, I was sitting on my couch, so I had my laptop on my lap, and then I had the water bottle, which is pretty tall. It's probably a little over a foot tall next to me, and I had the straw open, and I was just like chugging water while I was typing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't do that if there was no straw. That's right. Our drink sponsor this episode is our friend Natalie Quist. She is at Cloud Lover Fiber over on the Instagram. So cheers, lady. Cheers. All right. So we have a couple, as in like two, can't evens today that I could find in the group. Um, so if you guys are posting them, um, most of you are really good about this. And I don't think I missed any. But if you used hashtag can't even, I can find them super quick. So if you're posting them and I'm missing them, it's not personal. I just have, I just was on the struggle bus today. <laughs> well, there's a lot of stuff that gets posted in there because now yeah. we're at like 490 members. Yes. So a few posts get posted every day and not all of them are can't evens. <laughs> yes. So there's a lot to scroll through. So that hashtag really helps just like put them all in one page when you click on it. And then it makes it easy for us to put together the show notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little behind the scenes of Drink and Farm. There you go. There you go. All right. So this first can't even was posted by Tamara and it says hashtag can't even. I mean, I compost, but I definitely am not at this point. And it's a link to an article from weight.com. And the title is humans now being legally composted in Washington. Yay. Um, <laughs> creepy. That's, this is where Bev and I are very different. Because I think I saw you like post like how you're so into this. And I'm thinking, God, like this is a great excuse for somebody to get buried alive. Um, that's where my brain goes, even though I, ha- I I did the thing where I read the headline and didn't read the article, which I hate when people do that. And I do it myself all the time. So I did not dig into this and what, no pun intended. Um, I did not dig into this and like really um, grasp the concept here or what the steps are to do this legally. So it's basically like this place like puts you into he's like the picture in the article. He's like standing in front of one of the bins that it's in and you get put in there with a bunch of like wood chips and organic material that helps you break down really fast. And it like tumbles kind of like a tumbler, like a like a tumbler composter. And it breaks you down into I forgot how many pounds of it, but it's a lot of like wood chips and stuff. And basically it kind of just like turns you into like garden mulch type of type of thing. So you'd be like used to fertilize, you know, um, your favorite plants at the park or, you know, trees or I, I would feel it, it'd be a little weird to like use human compost on vegetables. But I guess there's no like biological reason not to. It's just all, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. How about we use it to like plant a tree or something? Yeah. So one of the things that I was always interested in is um, there's a company that will um, turn you into fertilizer for a tree. So like your family gets sent like the seed for the tree and, you know, like the stuff that that you got turned into, the fertilizer essentially. And then you like, you know, plant a tree in that person's memory and, and the fertilizer, you know, like helps the tree grow or something like that. I always thought that that was really interesting. Could you imagine if the tree didn't grow or if it died like early on, that'd be so depressing. Uh, Yeah, it would be, but I would just tell my family to buy a new tree that was already started and just plant it in that same spot. And it's still like, you know, like there's still a part of me like in that, area you know so that works like it wouldn't be that big of a deal because you're right that is a lot of pressure 
to put yeah. on somebody. Like, I died. Keep this tree alive for 15 years now. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure nobody cuts this down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of the time um, when we lived in Arizona. We backed up to power lines and um, there was an easement on the power lines property, but it was technically our property. Well, we had a dog. His name was Dogfish, and he died, and we planted a tree back there in his memory. But it was, like, really far away from the power plant, like the power – no, not the power plant, the power lines. Um, So, like, there was no reason for them to touch it. But they went back there one day, and they were clearing everybody's backyard of trees. But because I work from home, I managed to run out there and stop them from cutting that tree down. But they took all of our trees out that were in that area. It was really depressing and really like kind of irritated me. But I did save Dogfish's tree, which made me happy. And now it turns out the tree has since died because I don't live there anymore. <laughs> but, but the tree did die. But that's okay. I took like his collar and I have more of his ashes. And I mean to plant a new tree for him here and I just haven't gotten around to it. But anyways, yeah, that's my really long tree planting and memory story. <laughs> I mean, but it that was a good story. Yeah. No, we had um, the people come by for our power lines and hacked to death our, well, they didn't kill them, but they hacked up our willow trees real bad and like way more than they needed to. And I was here all day. The only bonus part was that the goats got a lot of the willow tree branches and they were thrilled. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Home ownership. <laughs> oh, it's fun. <laughs> I highly recommend it. <laughs> Our next can't even is from uh, our friend Caitlin. She's the host of the Rural Woman podcast. I was I almost said Wild Rose Farmer podcast. I don't know why I always do that because <laughs> Wild Rose Farmer is her Instagram handle. <laughs> yes. No, I do the same thing. You just had the luxury of reading that before I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she posted a um, TikTok video uh, in the group, and it's at Taco the Wonder Donkey on TikTok. And he is playing with his jolly ball and wearing an adorable hat. And it's just like too much. I can't even. Yeah. And it's set to music, and it's really funny. And I showed my husband, and I was like laughing, and he just looked at me like I was nuts. But. <laughs> Like, if Fancy would let me put a hat on her, I would. Oh, I totally would, too. I So, Herc lets me put hats on him. I'll have to see oh. if Jupe's into that. Um, <laughs> but I've been thinking, I'm like, I really need to dress up the donkeys more because this is pretty, <laughs> pretty adorable. And it's apparently TikTok gold. I'm not on TikTok yet. I'm, me neither. I, I might be too old for TikTok. I'm not sure. <laughs> I yeah, I just, it's one more thing to do. And I'm worried I'm going to fall down like a hole. If I go on TikTok and I won't come out. I mean, that feels fair. I have a hard enough time like keeping up with everybody's like Instagram stories and reels and stuff because I do try to like pay attention to what all of my friends are doing. And sometimes I just like don't have enough time to even do that. So I'm like, why add another social media? Yes. (laughs) I can barely keep up with the one I have. And I actually enjoy that one and have a good time on it. (laughs) Yes. There you go. If you're looking for a way to support the podcast, check out patreon.com slash drink and farm. We have multiple levels of support you can sign up for starting at just $2 a month. At that level, you'll get access to our outtakes and some other fun extras on the Patreon app. We have other levels too that allow you to get a little something else out of the deal like gifts, 
stickers, discount codes, and even t-shirts. So go to patreon.com slash drinkandfarm for more details. All right. So nobody sent us any farm stories, but I got another one. And it's also a bit of follow-up from a couple of regular episodes ago. And the title of my farm story is Fancy's Great Escape Round 2. Wah, wah. Oh my god, this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't she stay in her fence? (laughs) I say that in the most loving way because I was just scared. But okay, so this is what happened. It was uh, Tuesday. It was January mm, 26th. Yep. And I was on work call, but I was outside letting the dogs out. And it was like super close to five. Matt was doing chores. So he was outside. Um, and I'm like watching her and she's like feeling herself like she's like prancing around and doing her like running thing that she does sometimes. And she's like scratching herself and getting all excited and running around and bucking around. And I thought it was just funny and cute until like I'm watching her and I'm like, why is she? She looks like she's behind the boy goats pen. Damn it. I'm wearing Crocs and I don't have a coat on and I got Timber outside and he's just flighty as F. So like I run to the barn because Matt's feeding the goats. I was like, hey, Fancy's out. I'm not wearing the right shoes. Like, and I told him like, grab some alfalfa cubes. I'm going to go get my other boots on. So I go inside and get some boots on. He doesn't grab alfalfa cubes. He grabs like sweet peas. Oh no. Like his dinner. I'm like, Okay, so I come back out and she's like by Cluckingham Palace. So I'm trying to get her attention. And Matt starts running. And here's the thing with cows. And if and he didn't know this, so it's not his fault. You don't run. Oh, yeah. No, you just Mm-mm. heard them when you run. Yeah. Um, so if you run, they just keep running. And they're like, hey, this is a great time. <laughs> uh, so she, it was funny because she ended up running around the long way through the pasture to the gate that she went through last time she got out. So I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like she knows how to get back in. This must have been another accident. So I go through the small entrance, like, and kind of walk really fast towards that back gate. But it spooked her and she took off into the neighbor's yard. Oh, no. And I'm like, mother her, this is so embarrassing. And I hope their dog isn't outside because he's outside a lot. And, you know, that's allowed. That's totally allowed. Um, and they have an invisible fence. So it's like he stays in there. So I didn't have to worry about him chasing her very far if he was out. But he wasn't out. But he was barking like crazy, which is also totally fair. <laughs> um <laughs> And I don't feel super bad because before they got the invisible fence, he would, like, come over and visit all the time. And he shit in our yard a few times. So, like, I was like, yeah, cow's a little bigger, but at least she's not shitting in their yard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not a big deal. Um, So we're trying to, like, get her to come over. But Matt's still kind of doing the running thing. So then she goes over to the next neighbor's yard. So now she's two oh. houses down. The houses are pretty close together, though. But he managed to spook her. So she ran straight back. And we have, like, a neighbor set way back. So he, she started headed that way. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a nightmare. Like, what are we going to do? I can't catch her. Matt has this thick hat on me. He can't hear me trying to tell him what to do. But I have, like, alfalfa cubes with me. So I know if I can get her attention with that, she'll follow me. And finally, like, he got 
like between her and the next yard. <laughs> and like, I got her attention by shaking the coffee can. And then she ended up like kind of moseying over towards me. And we took a long walk down my immediate neighbor's very long driveway. Um, got back onto our property. And as soon as she knew treats were involved, she was like good. And like, I know that I have to act like I'm not panicked and out of breath and like dying a little bit. Um, and I have to like be very positive and like, good girl, like you're so good. And even though it's like, I kind of want to kill you a little bit because <laughs> this is humiliating and I hope nobody's home. Um, but we got her back in and it was just that back fence again. Like, I think she was feeling herself and she was bucking around and if she, she likes to rub herself on trees and anything that she can find. So I wonder if she kind of did that because the fence was bent down a little bit to the mm. point where she could just jump over because that back fence was the original when we got when we moved in and it's rusty and it's flexible and it needs to be restretched. Actually, it just needs to be replaced. Um, and we only fixed the one section sh that she got over last time, but now we fixed like all of it. <laughs> That is like bendy like that. And it's like six inches higher now. So yeah. <laughs> like, I just, so now I'm like a helicopter cow mom and I'm like looking outside multiple times a day. And like at night I can flash a flashlight into the pasture and catch her eyes to make sure like she's in there. She probably thinks I'm a total freak now. But honestly, <laughs> I think some of it was she was like feeling herself. And then there's really tall grass back there. And I think she thinks it's a snack that she wants oh. to have. So we've upped how much hay we've been putting in with her too. And I think that's part of it as well. So, so yeah, and I'm, I'm toying with the idea of putting in a hot wire along the back line. Um, just because it's like, it's fixed now, but I just, some of those T-posts are a little wiggly for my liking. So it might not be a bad idea to just put you know a couple of strands in and, and call it good it's not that long of an area so it just sucks because nobody wants to do that kind of stuff in winter yeah but sometimes you just have to <laughs> yeah because like the last thing you want is for her to get out and like get in the road or anything else yeah it's, it's so hard because you're like you want to explain to them you're like just don't get out it's dangerous for you yeah you know they see the grass and they're like snack I mean I'm not starving to death but I could eat <laughs> yeah yeah and or god forbid she like damages somebody else's property or hurts oh, somebody yeah. else or hurts somebody's dog or something so yeah but I did see her yesterday um she has a little ball that we put treats in and she rolls it around and she gets the treats out of it she was pushing that against the good fence like really hard and the fence flexed like it should, but the T-post didn't. Oh. So it's like, it's supposed to have a little give like that. So it's like, well, the regular fence is strong enough. So that's good. So we're probably okay now, but I'm just like super paranoid. But yeah, <laughs> after after we calmed down and stuff and we fixed the fence, we were out inside. I was like, honey, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't run like it's the first thing you want to do because you're panicked and you think you can get there faster but you can't run yeah <laughs> he's like but they do on like dr pole i'm like but he's like oh but they're already in like a fenced in area and i'm like yeah yes yep. that's the key 
<laughs> and they have a plan to grab him. Like we've we've ran at Percy before, but we're backing him into a corner and we're gonna grab his horns. So like right. we have like a like a plan of attack. But if you're just like out in the open, the cow is gonna outrun you every time. Yes. And he can run for so much longer than I can. Who are oh we my getting? gosh. <laughs> and they're so fast. They're so big, but they're so fast. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, so I'm hoping that's her last little adventure. It's so weird because when she's both times that she's done that, you can tell she's like scared. She's not having a great time. So I'm hoping she's just kind of like learning that I can be it. I can be in here and it's okay. So I'm really looking forward to um, extending the pasture in the spring and maybe getting her a friend too. So because I think that might be part of it. Oh she's yeah, a little lonely. Cows totally do get lonely. I notice the difference in Percy when the donkeys aren't with him. Yeah. He's definitely sadder. And since uh, Jeep's having all of his hoof issues there in the small pasture because I don't want him to have to go far. Um, but yeah, so he, he definitely gets sad. And I, I keep telling Jared, I'm like, we need a cow for our cow. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. He's like, we already have a dog for our dog. <laughs> we have a donkey for our donkey. And now you're telling me we need a cow for our cow. And I was like, yes, that is how it works. Everybody needs a friend. <laughs> yeah. No. And I think the goats help. But I could tell like even today, like Fancy was getting a little annoyed with the goats because I'll put some hay like on the ground between the fence so they can both eat it together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're usually fine. But I noticed today she was like pressing her head up against the fence with her horns, like trying to get the goats to go away. So I was like, come on, goats, I'll give you more hay in the barn. And they went away. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, she probably just needs a little friend. I, it's just too small to do that right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we'll probably have to eat her friend then, too. Uh, well, eventually, you can keep getting her a new friend. Right. And she will get bred at some point. So then she'll have baby friend. Yeah, I was going to say she'll have her baby friend. And then, um, so you correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe you might not know this either, but I'm pretty sure that once she starts calving, um, you won't eat the the grown up calf until the other one has already been born because like it takes like 18 months or something like that right to grow out a cow for beef yeah for her breed if we kind of stick with the Hereford Highland Cross type thing it's about two years okay Um, okay and they can be bred again after 50 days after calving so so you're correct yes yeah, so once you get onto that cycle, hopefully that will help ease that. But it, it's it's hard to get to that point because, like, yeah. you don't always get to just, like, get a pair of animals that are bonded and best friends. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's why I had a lonely donkey for a year. <laughs> now he has a friend and they're all happy. <laughs> and now you need a cow friend. <laughs> all the friends. I need all the friends. So you're not the only one that has problems, though, with the cows staying in with the fence. Um, Our friend Brad over at Coop Dreams has been posting. I feel bad for laughing. I'm sorry, Brad, but they are the most hilarious cow escape stories. (laughs) Well, like one time they ended up at like the old folks home. Yeah, I was getting ready to say. Yeah. (laughs) Like two miles away. But his seemed like really docile and they're halter trained. So at least, like, they seem like decent walkers. But again, we're just, I mean, he's opening up and telling us his shit show of a story, but we're only seeing the pretty pictures and videos of, like, them <laughs> walking them back. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Yes. I feel for him. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that they're docile and walkable because that would be hard to get two miles away. Oh, and then you oh had a God. cow that was not halter trained. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. That'd be a long two miles if that was Percy. <laughs> Need so many alfalfa cubes for that. Oh, my and gosh. A whole bag. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've been training her. We do little training sessions now where I walk up and down the fence line with the alfalfa treat. So I'm trying to stretch out how many I actually need to get the length of the fence with her before she gets too bossy with me. Um, Just to remind her like, hey, when you see this shiny can and you hear me shake it, like you need to come to me. So now we're practicing (laughs) that just in case we have a round three someday. It's an excellent idea. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's it for today. Um, Just a few things. Hit the subscribe button and download the episode when you listen. This helps more people like you find us. And leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts because if we read your review on the show, you'll get entered into a drawing for an exclusive coffee mug that is not and will never be in the shop. And do us a favor and share this episode over on Instagram in your stories and tag at Drink and Farm. We will send you a promo code just for that episode that'll give you a percentage off in our shop. So make sure you take a look at the show notes for links to the can't evens that we talked about, our social media, merch shop, and all of the other fun things. So that's it. We hope you enjoyed today's mini-sode. Yes, that was fun. So fun. All right. And until next time, drink, farm, and give zero clucks. Bye, guys. Bye. We drink things. We farm things. 